From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, this is The Five O'Clock, a weekly podcast of our Sunday 5 p.m. service. I'm Patrick Miller, the rector of St. Mark's. Welcome. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. One of the things that I get to do that I just did uh, yesterday was uh, preside at weddings to officiate at the celebration of people's lives as they bring them together. And a lot of the things that I do in the wedding happen way before a wedding starts. I get to meet with the couple as they are preparing. I get to meet with uh, the, the mob, as I call it, the mother of the bride. And I get to meet with the fob, the father of the bride. And I get to meet with the mog, the mother of the groom. And I get to meet with the fog, the father of the groom. And those are kind of inside jokes for me, but it's just kind of my shorthand to talk about all of the characters in the wedding because the two people getting married are, are two people, but then there's this extended family part. And part of the work that we do is we choose a reading or two or three uh, for the ceremony itself. And one of the readings we often offer is the one you just heard about the Beatitudes, the Blessed R's. These Beatitudes are a part of a very long sermon called the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Jesus sits everybody down and teaches them these beautiful blesseds. And then it's a much longer sermon than just that. It's the Lord's Prayer. It's teachings on marriage. It's teachings on the community. It's just this long teaching from chapter 5 to chapter 7 almost. And it's just a lovely, lovely, lovely way to say to two people who are uniting their lives, remember, blessed are you when? And so the couples are always sort of curious about things, particularly about uh, peacemakers. And, and, and I always like to remind them that, you know, blessed are you when you can make a little peace in the relationships that you have with each other. Blessed are you when you cannot be so self-righteous. Blessed are you when you can let your ego have a break and you can see yourself in a different relationship or you can see yourself trying to grow in a relationship. You can see yourself becoming something, not two things, but one thing, and that is the marriage. One thing I always point out is that human beings change almost every seven years. Your entire body sloughs off cells that were with you when you were born. And if you think about it, think about the big difference between you as a seven-year-old and you as a zero. From zero to seven, that amazing transformation that you went through. Now think about yourself again from seven to 14, from 14 to 21, from 21 to 28, from 28 to 36. And you can see this sort of this sort of pattern of growth happening uh, in each of those quadrants, which is the same for relationships. So why should we think that we would be the same person we were on the day that we got married or on the day that we got together? Whomever you have a relationship with, you usually grow, or at least that's the hope. Growth then becomes the call for each of us as Christian people Not stagnation, not to stay where we were or where we are, but to grow, to grow up, to mature. One of the great lines in the Sermon on the Mount is this line that's caused so much trouble for so long. Uh, Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. 
And people, I particularly, cannot achieve the kind of divine perfection that I read in the Matthew Sermon on the Mount. How on earth could I be perfect as God is perfect? I'm a human. Ugh, a real human. A stinky human. Particularly when my own sort of life at home, my wife sometimes says, perhaps you could be cute and funny at home today. So if you think about it then, you work on that word perfect, well, explore it, and you find that it has a wonderful Greek word called teleois. And teleois doesn't mean to be perfect, it means to perfect, or to mature, or to complete. And so Jesus' call to us is to be as complete as our Heavenly Father is complete, to be as whole as our Heavenly Father is whole. And so the work that we have and what we strive for then is growth, growth to mature, to grow up, to let go of childish behavior. When you were seven, you didn't need the stuff you needed when you were one. When you were 14, you didn't need the stuff you needed when you were seven. By 21, you didn't need the stuff you were when you were 14. And likewise, as you grow into your own self, into your own maturity, as you, as you kind of come along in this life that we've been given, the call is to grow, to age, to mature. Not to grow old, that's going to happen for all of us, but to grow inside yourself. And every one of us, no matter our ages, 0, 7, 14, 21, 56, 63, 70, 77, all of us can grow. And so, as you make your way into this epiphany, as you remember your beatitudes, as you rediscover yourself or the marriage that you're in, as you miss people who you've loved but see no longer, as you kind of get into this life, as Jesus is revealed to you more and more, grow. Grow into that. Don't run into it. But let it be a part of you. Let it kind of be inside you. Let God enter you. And in that entrance, that mighty entrance, the sanctuary is prepared. There's peace for you there. There's hope. And there is a beautiful, beautiful beatitude. Amen.
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church with special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason Hammond. It's five o'clock somewhere, so join us every Sunday for the five o'clock service at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org, S-T-M-A-R-K-S-Houston.org.